0: Are listening to the Salty Witches podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Austin. Unfortunately, we will not be joined by Michael tonight. Mike has come down with the thickies, uh, not COVID, thankfully, um, just 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 a head cold, and and it's it really really hit him hard yesterday. So you know, here's hoping here's hoping to him feeling better. Um, I'm joined um, online by Lauren of Which Way Up. Blue wendy hello ariana aka moon willow hello vlad hello the imperial i don't know and then (laughs) tabitha the tranquil
1: hello
0: (laughs) so what we're doing tonight um it's just gonna gonna be a recap of 2021 um some of the things that we've noticed going on in in the witch community and paganism Obviously, we're salty, so we're going to talk about the bullshit a lot. Um, and I'm going to recap some episodes, because you know a lot of those episodes were either me and just Mike, or me, Mike, and Vlad, or me, Mike, and Ari, or you know me, Mike, and Wendy, or sometimes not even me, a
2: shame.
0: Um, <laughs> and we're just going to have fun. So for our listeners, this might be a little bit of a shorter episode. Um, it's been a long day for us, so we fumble, let us know other than that how's everyone feeling today
3: i'm 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 good
4: Got my booster today yay boosted
0: i'm boosted i was boosted before madam butterfly and it was kind of cool but i was also like why am I not getting sick from any of these? I didn't get sick, hit from any of them. It was weird. Uh, I don't know.
5: They yeah, all put me out of my butt.
0: <laughs> just lucky, I guess. I, I don't know. So, okay. Let's talk about karma and consequences, y'all. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll go ahead and start, and then I'll just kind of let everyone riff off of this. Um, the idea of karma that we have or that is portrayed in a lot of the new age spiritual movements in the community right now is not what karma actually is we've kind of sort of talked about it and touched about it on a couple of podcast episodes um a lot in classes and if you follow any of us on TikTok, you know that we're all you know, not afraid to throw a hex or two when mm-hmm. needed. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. And I personally think that it would be helpful for some of our users for us to clarify what is karma? You know, uh, karma is not a consequence, right guys?
2: Correct. Okay. That's right. Yeah, so mm-hmm.
0: what, is, what is karma to y'all? What, what is that? What is the actual meaning versus what we see today? I'll go. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. okay. (laughs)
5: Um, So, karma is a kind of this principle that we find in Vedic religions. So, it's um, Hinduism, Buddhism, and uh, Jainism. And we've kind of taken this idea that means something in particular to these three religions uh, and warped it to be this like broad understanding of like balance and reciprocity. but karma exists within those three religions in a very particular way. Um, and it's essentially what what deeds you've done in previous lives will affect your future lives. It's this whole system um, that like works within the context of those religions and pulling it out doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah.
1: It feels like a lot of them are nitpicking what they want from the religion and just using what fits for them rather than really studying it
0: yeah Yeah. so it's almost like white workers are the new evangelical christians Mm -hmm. Ooh. oh Mm. hot button topic (laughs) 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 um and i say that because you know i know legitimate light workers, people who consider them light workers who are legitimate. That are people who understand that there is a balance in all things, they just choose to dwell in the light. They choose not to hex, they choose not to curse, they choose not to do these things. Um, And all I can say to them is, you know, good for you. You know, you have found something that works for you and that is great. However, um, witchcraft has never, nor will it ever be built on a principle of karma or, um, you know, payback, right? People attribute karma and the threefold law to being one and the same.
3: They're not. They're not the same.
0: Yeah, they're not. <laughs> they're not the
3: same. Uh, first of all, I I, I agree with uh, Lauren. Lauren. Yeah. Yeah. Lauren uh, said uh, in regards that uh, karma is very central to specific religions, right? Uh, the threefold law, to me is something that was just made up, you know, because within within, within no. different pra- practices, right, that, and you can correct me here, Austin, uh, within Wicca, no. that is kind of like a combination of different practices from different traditions all together, uh, this was something that was suddenly just brought in, Wicca, not even by the found, founder of Wicked.
0: Yeah, that that is very true. Um, we're all we were interjected by Poppy. Poppy also does not like um, uh, the, the, people love the love three so fold
2: law. And she was barking at the window. she was like, "There's something
0: up there. I'm gonna get them." Um, Poppy is Moon Willow's baby. Yes, um, she is one of the management members. Yes, uh, she's a manager in training. Um, <laughs> In Wicca, we don't see the threefold law really take precedence until we start seeing offshoots of Wicca. You know, you have Gardnerian Wicca, and there is some debate out there whether or not Gardner or Alex Saunders crafted or created Wicca, but we see this idea that whatever you do comes back to you three times, threefold, and that's not how I was trained in the threefold law.
3: And for me, for me specifically, I believe that karma and the threefold law is a way of control. It of is. Keeping yes. whoever is within that religion or within that practice on check. Uh-huh. It was.
0: Go ahead. I'm not going gonna... to. I, I well, need other people to talk, not just me. <laughs>
3: well, I'm
6: not talking as much just because it's like I don't know the origins necessarily of karma. Like, I know it's, isn't it Hindu? I believe it's Vedic. Mm-hmm. Ved- yeah. Um, I
1: was on my paper that I was writing today. Um, vid, I don't know how to say that. Vedic. it. I it's Vedic astrology. Mm-hmm. Um, is astrology based on the study of karmic lessons that's going through each lifetime? So it's not necessarily even karma that we've done now, it's from past lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's so their belief and it's a whole different
6: like system, but. I understand the gist of karma, but once again, that's <laughs> coming from the mess that we are told to believe these days of just like, oh, if you do this, karma. But for me, it's more, I go with science, the whole cause and effect. Yeah. You know, yeah. like if someone pushes me, I'm probably gonna push back. Yeah
5: exactly and there's so many different theories of causality that's what that's the tit for mm-hmm. tat or um uh the cause and effect there's so many different principles and and theories on how that actually works but i think with you know new age metaphysical diff- like disciplines in that we have this tendency to hear a fancy term that sounds like um I'll use the word uh, quote unquote exotic for a very particular reason, because a lot of new agers love to fetishize other um, religions and take everything out of context. So I think that's part of the reason karma has really been kind of warped and and kind of co-opted um, because it sounds cool and it sounds like super spiritual. So instead of It sounds like saying, you know what you're talking about. Right. So instead of just saying, you know, a cause and effect or a form of balance or something like that, we're going to use this word that we've pulled out of context and kind of disrespect another culture to do it.
3: Yeah, that's very true. And and I also want to add to what you're saying that um, the the concept of karma, like the new age community uh, looks at it, uh, is the wrong one. That doesn't mean that Mm -hmm. karma does not exist, but the meaning that they give to karma is the wrong one. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Well,
3: I mean, do you
4: Well, no, you guys are exactly saying what well, I'm thinking. Like you're
0: literally like just taking words out of my brain. Yeah.
4: Well, <laughs> the, the thing I also yeah. I, I've i thought about this is, you know, karma kind of came along when, um, think about when well, yoga. And, and like well, yoga like stuff. in the United States as yeah. a pop culture term yeah. is what I'm talking about. Think mm-hmm. about when yoga became super popular in, this, in, in the United States. Mm-hmm. It was brought over from practitioners of these religions where karma is a, a structure of their belief, mm-hmm. right? It's um, part of their dogma. So they, um, this practice came over and became popularized. And it kind of became a term that we kind of picked up for natural consequences that happen. You cut somebody off. In traffic, you know, you might get a, a, a nail in your tire. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not you know some mystical thing happening. It's you know a balance of
0: nature. Yeah, you were literally like driving down the road, and there was a nail, <coughs> and that's what happened because construction. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah,
4: exactly. So I think it. I mean, in thinking about it, it didn't become actually like a word that we've used in the United States, like dictionary. Until like the early 1900s, mm-hmm. like it, it wasn't even a thing. So witchcraft is a lot older than that. So in regards
0: to yeah, in regards universe.
4: in regards to that, yeah. yeah so I th- it's kind of like mm-hmm. we talk about that term saging. It doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean you're going to use sage. You're smoke cleansing or yeah. fumigating, right? Yeah, it's, it's changed terms
0: exactly. It, it's this, this terminology that we find that. And and I I love what Lauren said, how people take a term, and then because it sounds exotic or mystical, boom, it's just there. Yeah, like quantum. (laughs) Yes, and and, and then we find in, in particularly the more new age or light worker circles, that the more words you apply to something, the more amazing it is. I legit had someone inquire about becoming a practitioner here. And th- they dropped, well, I'm a quantum healer who's also a quantum shaman. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. And, I hate that word. And there was this long pause on, this, on the phone.
4: Like, are you kidding?
0: And <laughs> Wait
4: for it. And Mike
0: gave me this look like, e- everything OK? And I said, I don't think we're the type of store for you. Um, and our readers and practitioners team is full, but thank you so much. If you have a card, please drop it off, and we will be more than happy to consider you at some point in time. You know, trying to be as as respectful as possible. And I hung up, and I was just like,
3: "Yeah, I know." And along those lines, if you see uh, what some let's I'm I'm going to follow your example. Mm-hmm. There are some light workers that you know they know about balances it's just choose right yeah but but i feel like uh this new age community lacks boundaries
2: Mm -hmm. you know
3: they just go in and meddle with things they don't understand or they just adopt something because like you said it sounds cool it sounds awesome and then everybody's a freaking shaman
1: The problem that I'm seeing from it is people are afraid to do anything. They're afraid of so many terms that they don't even understand. Mm -hmm. And everyone that's trying to learn is confused and have to go back and research Mm -hmm. and do it multiple times.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: More confusion than anything.
0: Well, I think that's something that particularly Lauren, Lauren has a, 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 a quite large TikTok following. Um, oh, should I not say that?
5: Oh no, it's okay. <laughs> I, I
0: never know where the boundary is. Um, you just and, broke
6: it, okay. And, then,
0: and like Lauren, the past few weeks I've noticed has just been like, there has been, pe- there are people stirring trouble because she's like, actually historically, and we're gonna look at it this way because Lauren is intelligent. You have, mm-hmm. do you have a master's degree in history? Yes. And I'm like, Lauren knows what the fuck he's talking about with this stuff. And they're like, you just don't understand. One day when you evolve, you'll get it. And (laughs) I'm just just not
6: on the same vibrational level as me, (laughs) so just like step off, I
0: guess. And so, you know. It's ridiculous. Well, and and then, like, there is this video going around uh, uh, of of a particular social media individual. I don't know how they have this much following, but they were talking about, like, by within the law ye must, and I'm like, that is a uh, poem written by uh, Doreen Valiente, and uh, unless you're Wiccan, that means nothing. Uh, The Threefold Law, when, when you actually learn about it in Wicca, it's not whatever you do comes back to you threefold. It's on levels, you know, You if you decide to do baneful work, you're going to feel it or have some sort of, I don't want to say like repercussion, but like, um, how can I describe it?
3: Effect. Well, the, the, the way that I think that what you're trying to explain is no matter what type of, even if it's baneful or mm-hmm. healing work, yeah. every time you put yourself in a state of of, of, of let's just say casting a spell, doing mm-hmm. some sort of working, you do feel it you feel it but that doesn't mean that you're feeling it in a negative way you are just you are just feeling the energy and your intention mm-hmm. and sometimes your own energy gets caught right. up in the spell and that's what you're feeling yeah. and that's a consequence but it's not a negative consequence
2: mm-hmm. right what?
1: What's with a 144,000 thing? I've been seeing that everywhere. Oh, that's uh, right. what? The, one, the 100,
3: uh, it's 144,000 ascended masters that are the chosen souls yeah. that are going yeah, to go. That. They're, they, they're going to become, no wait, they're going to become ascended masters. They are the souls that are going to oh, save God. the earth. I'm sorry, I don't need saving.
2: <laughs> I hate it here. What is that? Thing? I've been
3: seeing it. Oh,
6: no. The thing I've been seeing a lot lately is the empath videos. Oh. Yes. Um. <laughs> Me, an empath, seeing everyone sad at this funeral. It's like, well, no shit, Sherlock. You're at a fucking funeral.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, y'all, can I just say, the amount of flack I got when I posted that video, like, this video hurt me. Sometimes we do this in a trauma response, and you know, I responded, and like, I'm so sorry. You know, truly, if I do say or do something that hurts or offends you, that's not my intention. I just don't have time to satisfy your ego. Um,
4: well, and there's a thing called your thumb. You just swipe up and just exactly, keep going. Right. Exactly.
0: <laughs>
3: you know, or exactly. this magical feature called just, block.
5: Uh, yes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you 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 know when 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 people are let's just say too sensible, too sensitive. Mm-hmm. You know, uh uh, they have this. Actually, think I told them that. That's a shadow. You should probably work on. <laughs> victim.
2: Ooh, <that> <laughs> yeah, it is
3: a victim complex, and they address life from the wounds. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Yeah, and this is why, like you said, shadow work is needed. So, guys,
0: let's talk about empaths.
1: Oh boy! What
0: I have something to say. What? Oh boy. What? So I will kind of do my. We're little, all like this. <laughs> I will do. I will do my little empath spiel. Um, Go off, Austin. Go off. Everyone is a fucking empath. You want to know why? Because unless you're a sociopath, you have empathy for people. As human beings, as animals, because that's what we are, there are these wonderful (laughs) things called pheromones. Pheromones, when released um, in times of stress, duress, other things, obviously, um, we pick up on these subtleties and these then fire synapses in our brain to c- tell us this is what's happening. Now, I've been told by a lot of my, my students at this point, like, wow, you're like a really like mundane, like first am like, yes, yes, I am. Because if you walk into a room and you're like, there's tension, I must be an empath. I was like, um, yeah, you're picking up on the tension that room. people probably like had an argument or maybe someone's having a bad day. And that that's not what makes you an empath. I'm gonna say this, everyone's definition of empath that is out there, that is doing those videos, that is going off on those empath things, witchcraft is not charmed, you are not Phoebe who has to sequester herself into a basement because you just are feeling everyone's emotions. Um, mm-hmm. If that's the case, please, if you are that sensitive, Learn to shield, to ground, or maybe go to a therapist or get on some meds.
6: Take yeah, a laxative, maybe
0: yeah. it's gas. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm. A laxative would make more gas, Ariana. What? Well, it'll. it'll
6: I was making a really joke does. and it didn't go well. Thanks for putting it out. You're <laughs>
0: So, so that's my, like. I do believe there are true empaths. Everyone is empathic, but I also believe that there are things called, in, people called intuitive empaths. Mm-hmm. And an intuitive empath, let me actually do this. I actually have this description that I have pulled up. Hold There's on. There's
6: also this wonderful thing called Google that Austin is yes. using right now. No,
0: this is in my notes, thank you. Oh. This is actually something that I wrote. Thank you, Ariana.
6: I'll <laughs> just see myself out, I guess. Good,
0: <laughs> go eat your Ichiban.
6: Already did. Good. Thank
0: you. Anyway, so here's my empath explanation An empath is someone whose level of compassion makes them an emotional telepath. They are an antenna for emotion charged with intent. They receive and transmit which makes them powerful healers if they choose to help others. They are sensitive spirits aligned to the newer spiritual energies awakening in the collective consciousness over the last century. Because of this, they must be very careful about the commitments they make to others and to the worldly things like money, status, and political power. They must also assert healthy boundaries or fall victim to the agendas of others, especially narcissists. That's an intuitive empath. Mm -hmm. So if anyone's listening to this and you're like, oh my God, that's totally me. Check yourself for narcissism because most of the time empaths don't know. A true intuitive empath has no idea what's going on. An empath, while they they can pick up those emotional vibes and those feelings on such an intense level, they can also go, oh, I don't like this. I'm going to change this. I'm going to... Pick an emotion. I'm going to pick a feeling, and I'm going to project it outwards, and everyone else is going to pick up on it.
3: Yeah. Um, um, when we're talking about empathy, I, I think it's also fair to to note the difference between emotions and feelings. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
3: feelings are something that you definitely feel. It's something that is that comes from you. Yeah. You know, I love this. I hate this. I want to kill this person. Things like that. Right? Emotions, at least from the perspective when we're talking about shadow work and and, and being an empath, emotions are things that uh, people make you feel or situations make you feel or a place makes you feel it's usually They usually are triggered by something or someone so Identifying what are your feelings and what are your emotions in a moment that you have in an empathic? Attack if you want to say it that way. is a good thing because you can discern how, how is that you're feeling mm-hmm. and what it is that you're feeling against what people are making you feel in that way, you can kind of separate that, like you said, just push it away. That's one thing. Yeah. The other thing that a lot of people don't understand on on, on social media, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, is that empaths are a two way road. Not only they can perceive and feel a true intuitive empath feel, they can also project those emotions, their emotions towards others. Mm-hmm. And they all concentrate like, oh, yeah, people the world, is making me feel like this, you know. But how are you making feel the world? Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah, that's those are my two cents.
4: Lauren, how about you?
5: Oh, I, I definitely agree there. I mean, I I see so many people forget too that like human <laughs> psychology is a thing. <laughs> um, yeah, it is so easy to change how somebody is going to perceive you just based on your posture alone.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, we can see this in like a, a bunch of TikTok trends too. I mean, even like the doe eyes thing that's been going around, that's just spicy psychology. <laughs> <laughs>
0: spicy psychology. Spicy. <laughs> well, well, that that's another thing. Like you can always tell, like Lauren, if the, mm. fir- if we never have talked or spoke before and you walked into the shop and you were talking to me, um, and my arms were crossed over my chest or my stomach, Yeah. on an empathic level, you just know because you're an empath and you're entitled to read everyone that I'm feeling uncomfortable.
5: Right, that's, it's because your arms are crossed, that's a posture of being protective or wary of somebody around you.
0: Exactly. And now, now I'm not saying that there aren't people out there who are super sensitive. You're literally talking to one, two, three, four, five, six people. Um, we're, we're all discussing this where, yeah, we are that sensitive. If we were open and a live wire all the time, 24-7, yeah, we would be a fucking mess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that this, this idea that... Because you are intuitive, because you're psychic, because you're spiritual, because you're a witch, you're just dialed up to eleven, all day, every day, all the time. That sounds worse than fucking puberty, man.
3: Yeah, that that's, you, uh, you actually <laughs> took the words out of my mouth. That's just early... uh, yeah, just uh, uh, someone that doesn't have control of their abilities. Someone that is just like a child.
0: Exactly.
1: It's an early death.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, we sit here and we talk about these things, and you know, I, I had this person come in months and months ago and telling me how sensitive they are and how they just can't go anywhere and that's why we had to make a special exception for them and they I need to make sure that I I don't let other people into the store right now because they're so sensitive because they're a hayoka empath
6: oh my god and all I'm gonna say on that is
0: no you're not if you've ever heard (laughs) the term hayoka empath (laughs) um no you're not no you're not let's discuss what that is. It is yes. usually someone who is already, who very respectfully, already sh- usually has some sort of mental instability, like from birth. Like mm-hmm. this is someone who would be, um, you know, potentially have bipolar disorder. Someone who would potentially have uh, mania, panic attacks, schizophrenia. Um, and usually these are individuals who are chosen. And a lot of the times in, in um, in, in settings like that, and in cultures like that, these people are seen to be touched. You know, the God, they're God touched, spirit touched, um, and they're elevated to a status of priority or a status of special. You know, they're special in in that group. And on top of that, a Heoka empath has also been struck by lightning because they've been chosen by those gods. And if you survive, cool. You know, and so <laughs> this person came in and she dropped that. And I kid you not, I just stopped. And she's like, yeah, I know. It's shocking to you, isn't it? And I was like, no, cause you're not a Hayoka empath. And she was like, honey, sweetie, yes I am. And I was like, when did you get struck by lightning? Yeah, show me your
4: scar. <laughs> and she just
0: kind of stared at me and I like elaborated like I just did and explained it and she was like, oh, well, someone told me that I was that, and so I just kind of have gone with it. And I'm like, yeah, hmm. that's super culturally insensitive and super, super wrong and incorrect.
4: It sounds like all um, those people self-diagnosing their medical conditions.
0: Exactly. <laughs> you know? And, and I told her, I was like, so you're probably extremely sensitive, but that doesn't mean you need to be dialed up to to 10 or 11 all the time. Yeah. I just need to raise my vibes. And I was like, no, yeah. what you need to do is you need to ground. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know? And so it's 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 frustrating when people talk like this because when you when you're talking to a true intuitive empath and you're like, I'm an empath, my initial <laughs> response that I want to send to you is, oh cool. So you know that I want you to just like get hit by a bus right now? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh no, you don't? Then you're not an intuitive empath. Yep. Right. So anyway, went off. There we go. Um, that's a thing. Um Let's recap a couple of topics now. We've kind of been re- rehashing the the light workers and new age stuff, and we're always gonna do that just because we, 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 we that's where a lot of the issues.
6: It's, well, it's like the modern thing now. Exactly, and it's, uh, it's very a lot upfront. of the hot I mean, topics. We
0: have we have Moon Lady who tells people to. Cure their abscesses in their mouth by swishing their own urine around. What oh. The hell? oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. You know, yes, and then we, and this is also the same woman who claimed that the moon doesn't exist. And, oh, no. Um, oh, that lady? Yeah. Oh. And yeah. So we have this woman, and, you know, digressing from that, um, let's rehash um, Witch Wars, guys. <laughs> this was a fun little topic that I liked talking about, and I'm sure. I'm sure we have all been involved in some sort of magical altercation, whether that is via just in the vicinity of someone who is experiencing it, uh, you know, as a practitioner where someone comes to you and they sit down, they're like, I think I've been cursed. And they sit down and the chair breaks and you're sitting here <laughs> shuffling your cards or you're you're getting your runes ready and you're like, maybe. And then you lay out the cards and it's like, Three of swords, power, <laughs> fool, death, seven of swords, king of swords. And you're like, yeah, someone came for you <laughs> real hard. Um, and then, you know, we have to tell them that. But then we also have to help, help them navigate their way through this experience. So um, who wants to share a witch war story? I'll okay. show a
5: ve- or Oh no!
0: No, no go, go ahead, ahead, Lauren. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, and then we'll <laughs> we'll go to Vlad.
5: Um. So I live in a fairly conservative town. Uh. It's still like healthily, healthily acceptable uh, or accepting of like spirituality and that. But um, okay. the first witchcraft store we had was literally ran out of town by an angry mob. Um. <laughs> now yeah (laughs) now we have a new one which i i've begun to like teach classes at and stuff like that um and (laughs) and there's an old metaphysical store and they're very much like it's it's like a light worker but like they don't like witches they just don't
2: of course they'll
5: they'll sell herbs that we can use they'll have a a couple of like wicca based things or like buddhist and hindu statues and things like that um but if you go in saying hey i'm trying to do this spell um they'll glare at you and just kind of like like push you off they they hate witchcraft which is weird considering their market is 90 percent witches yeah Um, but there's this interesting kind of like territory battle going back and forth now with the customer basis that is loyal to that group and then this new witchcraft store and there's definitely been some interesting witch war shenanigans that we've seen coming through whether that be people trying to place hexes and things like that on the new shop and it's just so silly it's so silly
0: it's silly and it's it's like it's sad like isn't there like supposed to be like a community or something you know mm-hmm. right nice. yeah. you know it would we're be really already, really. nice. So
4: what's the word not normal We need to stick marginalized up. yeah' we're... yeah there we go. We're already marginalized. we need to stick up for each other. yeah
0: yeah. <sighs> Vlad, share your story yes.
3: Well mine is you know I've, I've been involved in like a lot. Um,
0: what Vlad's saying <clears throat> is that people get really upset with him for him telling the truth. Let's now go over to Vlad, where he will tell us the truth and see who else he can piss off.
3: Vlad, oh, yeah. the mic is yours. Oh, thank you, thank you, Vlad Austin. The uh, so, um, years ago, years, years ago, um, uh, I was dwelling into the, and again, I'm not, I have nothing against them because I, I do have friends. The, the work within the, the Loa, Yoruba, and, mm-hmm. and Orisha, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I did not initiate it in those practices, even though that I dwell in it to try to learn and maybe decide if I wanted to be one. So this person got offended because I said, no, I don't want you to be my godfather anymore because I'm not interested. So, you know, he, he, he felt like uh, I was being offensive after everything he has done he for felt me. He slighted. Right, so he actually did a working on me. We oh. did a working on me, and uh, obviously, uh, everybody was like, "Oh, you know, let it go, just diffuse." And I'm like, "No, no." At this time, I'm 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 on my twenties. Mm.
0: A spicy Vlad. So
3: <laughs> I was like, "No, no, no, no." You know, was this, this
0: Vlad fresh out of the military.
3: Um, I'm sorry. Was this
0: Vlad fresh out of the military? Yeah,
3: fresh out of the military. Ah, and and um, you know, I just. Did a few curses. I didn't curse him, but I cursed his wife. I cursed mm-hmm. his mother. I cursed his father. Ooh,
2: I, I cursed his brother. I cursed everybody around
3: him. And everything was and I the thing is that I would every time I would say it, wait. Wait, what is it's going to happen? Just wait and you know it's gonna be me, that he was me. And he had to come humbly mm-hmm. to me and ask me, can you please remove whatever you did. And I'm like, yeah, I will as soon as soon as you ask for my forgiveness. And those are, you know, that's one story of a small witch war that I was in.
4: That was a good okay. war. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm not that way anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not that vengeful. Maybe a little.
0: <laughs> if it's someone that you love and care about.
3: Yeah, if anybody if anybody gets you know, mess with any of you, I will definitely go for the throat, mm-hmm. definitely. Or my children,
2: mm-hmm.
3: or Tabitha, mm-hmm. or a- again, anybody that I care about, I'm gonna go for the throat, right? That that means that I'm gonna be petty and everybody that disagree with me, I'm going to curse you! No, I'm not, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. But if you piss me off, there's not gonna be a witch war. about, spare play? No, there's not gonna be a witch war. Yeah. It's-, it's gonna be witches' blood running. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a war involves two sides usually. <laughs> um, okay. Does anyone else have a story they want to share, or should yeah, I share? You're like Whoa. you want to share. You're wiggling
4: you at the end of your seat.
6: Go for it. Well, I don't feel like I really have much to share. Like, have I been a part of one? Kind of. It doesn't really feel. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, it didn't really feel like much of a war because, like, all our wards and stuff that we have up, it, they were just like, no. Though we did see a lot of car accidents outside of the shop when we first opened. It's so true. <laughs> Sorry, innocent bystanders. I mean, whenever I
1: get the knowledge that someone has tried to curse me, all I do is like a, a fun little fire working. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. pretty much know within the next like two weeks, there's harm to them. Mm. It goes right back to them. Yeah. So I'm not so afraid of curses because I do trust my ancestors. Mm. I do yeah. trust the protections that I have.
0: Uh, the, yeah, you trust your spirits and you trust yourself as, yeah. as, a, as a witch who has sovereignty, right? Mm. I mean, that's mm. another thing that I, that that is on the topics of recaps, like protection. You know, you hear all these people talking about protection, 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 protect before, during, and after a spell, and it's like, Ugh, exhausting. Hey, that's exhausting. How how tiring could you be? You know, that's like, bullshit. <laughs> As, you know if you've set up your wards if, if you are like sovereign that's the thing you know baneful magic mm-hmm. um I, I will say that you know if if you're if you're a baneful magic practitioner and you cast a baneful working and it's and it's and it's good you're gonna feel it right mm-hmm. um but also I'm a very big believer that baneful magic won't land if it's not justified.
6: Exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. That's really You know, true. it might
0: be, you know, it might cause some inconvenience. It might give them
2: mm-hmm.
0: a headache or maybe a day or two of indigestion, mm-hmm. but it's not actually going to like get the full thing done. And ultimately it's not that you've wasted your energy, but now there is a little bit of a drain there because you're now pumping energy into something that's just super insignificant. Um, whereas a justified working usually will hit and it will hit yep. hard fast mm-hmm. quick and done unless mm-hmm. you've structured it in a different way like a withering curse but well that, that's that's something for another yeah. podcast I do believe um so <laughs> and with baneful
5: magic too like n- at least a healthy third of historical practices revolved around some kind of baneful magic yes you know historically- it's either healing hearth work or it, like hexing you're People back then didn't have the resources or the ability to protect themselves in many ways. So the result or the result is resorting to different magical
0: forms or spiritual forms. Exactly. Well, I mean, you have people like, you know, said individual today that I, that, that came, that I came across on, on your TikTok feed. Yeah. um, Who... It like does this whole well? Historically, we only worked healing. Blah blah blah. And it's like, uh, have you ever have you ever looked at the ancient Egyptian curse tablets that were found in tombs? <laughs> no. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that you know the curse papyri and the curse like? Have you
6: read the Greek magical papyri? Excuse me, I only read one paragraph.
0: I know everything.
6: <laughs> <But
4: it's, laughs> I read
0: the Notes. No, it's, it's it's frustrating because you know I, I was wicked for thirteen years. I was wicked for thirteen years, and and I will say that during that thirteen years, yes, I did do baneful work, um, mainly because I told my high priestess that no, nah, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want, and you know, I had to. I had there was a lot of cauldron scrubbing and cleaning that happened uh, to to make up for that in that setting, um, but. Even historically, when we look at that, even Gerald Gardner himself, the quote-unquote father of modern-day witchcraft and Wicca, he and his coven, the New Forest coven, actually performed. Um, Wasn't the New Forest coven? I think it's New Forest. Mm-hmm. Is it New Forest?
5: Yeah. Was the one that for World War II? Yes. Yeah. They, yeah.
0: They performed a baneful working to turn yeah. the Nazi, Nazi ships away. Granted, you also have stories of Joe Gardner being like, and it's because of that working that my asthma got chronic. And I'm like, or it's because you were inhaling a lot of toxic fumes, and also probably because you know you were a smoker. But that's fine, whatever. Um, so, um, so, so historically, hexing and cursing has been a part of our craft, and
3: in, in different cultures too.
0: And mm-hmm. in di- exactly in different cultures. Um, you know, one of the part of the vows that I make my awakening, the witch students speak, is you know, though a curse will be the last thing that that okay. cross, uh-huh. crosses my lips, I will not hesitate to do one if I need to. You know, and that holds true. Uh, yes, I'm a baneful magic practitioner. I will hurl a curse. I will throw a hex if I have to. But it it takes a lot getting me there. You know, everyone sitting in this room right now, and Lauren, you, you're not here, but you've you, you're probably very aware of me. And I'm sure there you've in heard spirit. You know, you're there in spirit. But everyone here in this room, like, there's this, there's, I'm a very fiery individual, right? I no. am. No, awesome. <clears throat> you
1: never caught us on fire.
0: <laughs>
6: <laughs>
1: Funny story. Um, I
6: was preparing a, a, a thing. It was already prepared. <laughs> Was... And what did I tell you, Austin? Shut up, Barry.
3: <laughs> I was looking was No, he's head. not gonna do that. He's just messing.
6: <laughs> so, oh, fire! So there was already a lit cauldron and Austin, I see him with alcohol bottle in hand about to pour and I'm like, Austin, don't do it. And he's like, it's fine. And so I take a step back, not far enough. <laughs> When he decides to pour it, once again, <laughs> in the lit cauldron, and
1: You're fiery, we had to... <laughs> My pants got caught on fire. We
3: we, yes. have, we will never forget that.
6: And now
1: it's here a story here, for us. I
3: know, here lies Austin. Balls of fire.
0: Great balls of fire. <laughs> To be fair, it helped get rid of some of your dead ends. Ariana. Yes, it did. It was during
6: COVID, and so he got rid of some of my split ends. Thank you.
0: You're <laughs> um, So I'm a very fiery person, and you know, there's this joke that goes around like, oh, Austin's gonna get you Austin's and shit. But like, I think out of like most of the people in this room, like, I'm like, I'm angry. And then like five minutes passes, and I'm like, I'm still angry, but. Yeah. Eh, I don't think it's worth the time right now. know, <laughs> very rarely will I actually sit down and go, I'm gonna fuck a bitch up. You know, very rarely will I do that. I think the last time I did it was because um, there was there was like slander going around, yeah, and it was it's... this crazy Christian woman who was, and, and you'll get a kick out of this, Lauren. She Ooh. was Christian, wearing a Mjolnir,
5: Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: With a... Exactly. With a flaming <laughs> swastika on her left arm. Oh, my God. And I went, if anyone deserves it, it's this bitch. Yeah. And so, I 100% condone that. You know, so oh. I sat down Thanks, and you know I talked to my spirits and I, I lit that sucker up and I did it. And that's the last time on my own I did a painful working. You know, um, obviously... Sometimes a coven will gather if one of our coven mates needs assistance, needs a little bit of push and and a little bit of aid for a baneful working. And we're here for that, but we always make sure that it is a justified working. You know, so for those of you out there who hear the word hex or curse, and you automatically go to uh, understand that most baneful magic practitioners were more ethical than your light workers. Mm -hmm. Oh yes. We'll (laughs) at least admit our feelings. (laughs) Yeah.
5: It's a way to reclaim power. It um,
3: and it's also it's like, a way to heal
5: yeah um i was being very verbally abused by a coworker, and nobody was doing anything about it regardless of what precautions i took guess who's not verbally abusing me anymore
0: good for you girl oh yeah um, and, <laughs> I, I like
1: i like to put them in the freezer too yeah. It me
0: off. It's such, like, the freezer <laughs> binding
6: is such a I good one. Love it. It's easy. Yeah. It's accessible. The one that you gave me, I like keep seeing it, and I'm like, what is in my freezer? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> suck it, bitch.
3: <laughs> well, yeah. If, if you come to think of it, people think about baneful magic, and they right, they go right away like, oh, curses. Uh huh. But curses are not the only baneful magic.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I had this conversation with someone who wanted to sign up for my *Waking the Witch classes go around. She flat out told me, I will not do a curse, I will not do a hex, I have, I'm not going to do it. And I told her, I was like, have you ever done a return to sender?'" And she went, oh yeah, of course. I, uh, you know, if I feel something coming for me, I always, I always return the negative energy back to the, back to the source. And I'm like, congrats, you just did a bang for working. <laughs> and she just had this flabbergasted look like, what? And I was like, yeah. You took negative energy that was directed at you and resent it back to the person who sent it at you. How is that negative energy going to affect them? Mm-hmm. And she was like, Oh my gosh. I was like, Yeah. So, <laughs> welcome to the world of baneful magic. Granted, it's baneful magic diet.
3: Okay. <laughs> I, have a, I, I, I have a question I have for everybody. Light. <laughs> you know, I do have a question uh-huh. for everybody. A love spell, amarre, or. Uh, making someone fall in love with you for you for any for everybody here Mm -hmm. and even uh, Lauren
5: yeah
3: do you consider that a painful magic
5: Um, depends on the context of the spell Mm -hmm. I think
0: if if I just got the look on his face that I know that he that he gets when he's like I like this person
5: Yeah, I mean, you could definitely weaponize a love working, um, yes. and you could do some really nasty stuff with it if you wanted to. Yeah, but you can also help a couple get through a rough time.
3: Oh you yeah, but no, it doesn't yeah.
5: have to be. But oh yeah, oh I've had ideas yeah. galore about what you could do with love spells. <laughs> well, yeah, but
3: if you if, if if you if you look within the community, right, you see a lot of uh like uh like uh advertisement amare. I will, I will, I will bind this person to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I will make it work. I will bring this man or this woman to you, and it's gonna be with you forever. Guarantee.
6: <laughs> oh, my That's favorite horrible. lately on uh, yeah, Etsy is. is "I will draw your soulmate," and I'm
0: like, That's <laughs> No. But, <laughs> Meanwhile, they're sitting there drying out like you know my Shih Tzu. Here's <laughs> <laughs> your stick figure. Thanks, I love it.
5: It's <laughs> a Reese's cup. I didn't know.
0: <laughs> oh my God, Reese's Reese's cups are my soulmate, and I love them, particularly in ice cream.
2: Oh yeah.
1: Specifically,
0: cake batter batter ice cream. I don't. I don't get it. I, love I don't it. like it.
1: Oh, I love it with coffee.
0: <laughs> Tabitha and I are on I the just, same wave. I love We're all on period. it. Yeah. It's okay, Vlad. Oh, yeah. You can be wrong. <laughs>
3: I
6: prefer Twix.
3: I am not wrong.
6: Left or right Twix? Uh, both. <laughs> that nonsense, I was like, what? When that started, I was like, just give me the fucking Twix. Yeah. It's all gonna come out one way. <laughs> so, so,
0: I don't know, maybe that's a sign that I maybe this in her purse right now. This is for emergency purposes. I um well, <laughs> I don't know, maybe I shouldn't share that which that witch war story. Okay. okay. I don't think I actually shared that witch war story in the Witch War episode. So here's my Witch War story, and this is the first Witch War that I was actually in. Okay? Yeah. Um so I was fresh out of my um my my first cut-in. Um, I was, you know, in 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 my undergrad, I was really busy, and this new local metaphysical shop opened up. And I was like, oh, cool. You know, small little boutique, very pretty, very cute. Um, went in, and I became really friendly with the owner, really liked the owner, they had really good things, and I became a reader there, and I kinda helped out, and I taught some classes, and um, we had this, this this group of people coming in pretty consistently, and they didn't really buy anything But they were taking pictures. Mm. And they left, and um, the owner, she went, I think they're gonna open up another store. Lo and behold, that's what happened. They opened up another store on 25th Street in Ogden. Um, You know, good for them. I'm so glad, you know, they did that. But then um, uh, they decided that one of the other readers there, who was actually a Senterro, was attacking. And so they started spreading all these vicious rumors because witch wars aren't always magical.
2: Mm-hmm. Nine times
0: out of ten, a witch war is just word of mouth, bad talking, and petty bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. And so they started spreading all these rumors in the community and, like, for a month, we had, like, three customers showing up.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was like, what is going on? And so, finally, I get wind of what they're saying about how they, they found a... They found chicken feathers and blood on their doorstep, and da 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 da. And I was like, I know just enough to know that that's a lie, because this 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 intero, like, I trusted was legit. Because we had we had this we had this meeting. Like the first time we met each other, we just kind of stared at each other, and we had this like, I see you, and he was like, I see you, and we we're kind of like, cool.
4: Being intuitive with
0: each other we, we, were, we were like <laughs> like we, we saw each other for what we were I was like I see you I feel your initiations I see your spirit and we know when someone is actually scratched and crowned like they have a particular aura around them yeah and I was mm-hmm. like I was like okay I see you come through and then apparently he saw my my godparents and was like I'm not I'm not gonna touch you that's scary
3: and I was like, cool, sweet. <laughs> um,
0: you know, also at that time I was very devoted to the Morrigan. And it's, she's just crazy anyway. Uh, so um, She's like, I'll cut you. <laughs> <laughs> um, flaming battle axe. And she, um, so we had this understanding, you know, I, I got to see. We, we had discussions of like, you know, how he did this and how he did this. And we shared stories. It was really cool and we kind of got a really good connection. I was like, okay, cool, sweet. Um, well, I finally sat down with them, and I was like, okay, did you do this thing? And he was like, why would I waste a perfectly good chicken that I could be using to feed a legua?
2: Mm-hmm. And I was like,
0: knew it. So mm-hmm. I actually took it upon myself, though I was not a bit of owner of my friend's business, but I was there enough to actually hold a meeting with this other group in town. And I, and it was like, it was like Marie Laveau and, the supreme in the coven sitting down um except for i was marie lavelle because i was a sassy bitch um <laughs> and we sat down across from each other and she start she started giving all this bullshit to me you know this that and the other and oh and we're gonna do this and this this and this and here's an idea for this and and i just stopped and looked at her and i was like i know for a fact that none of this happened you are lying through your teeth i just called her out on i called her out and laid her bare in front of her coven mates, because her coven members were working there, and they just kind of stood there and looked at me, and she got this look in her eye, and I said, if you try anything, it will be bad. I will say this, stop bad-mouthing the other shop, because we've not bad-mouthed you ones, and I'm telling you right now, this Centero did nothing to you. Oh, we have footage. Oh, really? You have footage? Show me. We lost it. Really? But you have a police report, right? Yeah." okay, I'll make sure that I contact my connections because they would actually contact me. Um, My brother's friend was a detective and they'd contact me to help out in cases where they thought some sort of ritual had happened so that I could actually go like, oh yeah, or no, it was a dog. You know, (laughs) like a dog literally just got this and that's why there's feathers everywhere. And they're like, you won't. You won't be able to find it. So I contact, I do all the things, I pull the stuff, I pull the receipts, and I show up a couple days later, drop that on their doorstep, and I went, try me. You need to stop. We're supposed to be a community, and all you're doing is creating rift.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, they tried something. Oh. That was not a wise choice. Um, they closed in two weeks. <laughs>
2: Way to
0: go! <laughs> and all I did was a return to sender, mm. so <laughs> obviously twisted up a little bit. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm I'm not a stranger to witch wars. And the thing is, is like we talk about witch wars, and it's like, oh, big, bad, and scary. Like, no, they're actually just really annoying.
3: Yeah, well, yeah, sometimes they, they can are. be fun. I'm sorry, that's just well, you know,
0: well, the,
6: the workings. Yes, we have fun with them, but like if you can't have
0: fun in your witchcraft. Why are you doing
6: it? So I was even thinking about that today. The like car crashes that happened in front of the shop where it's like, you know, innocent people are going to get hurt because, you know, as witches, hopefully you have wards up and your spirits protecting you. Um, but for those who Aren't witches and don't have constant wards because everyone has spirits, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, You know, could get hurt. You know, I think of that little girl who was in that car accident, you know, terrified out of her mind. Luckily,
0: no one was hurt, Mm -hmm. but except for that beautiful 2020 Mustang. (laughs) (laughs) I was very sad about that.
6: Luckily, no living human was hurt.
5: Hey, we're animus uh, here. That car had a spirit. Uh, <laughs> my bad. My bad. Dang. Damn. I
6: am just you like... You did say human. You did say human.
5: I
2: did it's say true. human. You
6: did say <laughs> <justify> human. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, people step off. <laughs> but, you know, it's just... I think people get so focused on wanting to, I guess, harm the other person. And it's almost... Austin says this a lot, the check your ego, mm-hmm. because it's very much like their ego got bruised or they got hurt. And so they're just like, mm, I want to get back at you because you offended me in some way, you know, Yeah. and I think in that moment, all they see is that like target Yep. and they don't think about anything else that could potentially happen around them, whether it's the people they're trying to hurt or the people around them who could potentially also receive backlash. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the thing in a witch war, that's what happens. You're creating, whether it is a magical war zone or, or sometimes even a physical war zone, Mm -hmm. um, where people are going to be affected no matter what. Which is why, normally, here's I talked about this in the witch war episode. You know, I have an issue with return descenders, particularly if it's a return descender when it's between two witches or two other practitioners. It's a magical volleyball contest, is what ends up happening. Whoever spikes the hardest in the end wins,
6: Mm -hmm. okay?
0: Um, So most of the time, our policy, Mm -hmm. if we feel that we are under attack or we are feeling something like that, is to just remove it, get rid of it, re up, maybe be petty. Most of the time not petty because (laughs) we don't have time for that. But, you know, and that's usually- We're
6: working a a business, (laughs)
0: y'all. Well, exactly, it's like, you know, Vlad and Tabitha, they have they have their businesses here. They see their clients here. Mm-hmm. You know? Why worry about someone who's trying to impact your business when you can just remove that, do a quick prosperity working, build that back up, and just move on with your life, right? Now, when it starts to affect health and it starts to bleed out into other people that you care about, that's when issues happen. Exactly. Right? You know, that's that's when most witches will get we're very territorial with the people that we love. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and 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 it's it's funny because Michael say this like kill he'll say something and he'll bring up a situation that he's had and i get fiery and he's like why are you getting angry and i'm like <laughs> why aren't <don't> you <laughs> and he's like it's not a, it's, it's it's not a thing i'm like i'm protective and then eventually you know i'll calm down usually because i'll eat something and <laughs> hungry grab a snickers <laughs> exactly i love snickers prefer Reese's, but still um so So it's very interesting when when we have these conversations. And I wanna point out that most of the time the people who think that they're under attack are the ones who are always chasing higher vibes.
2: Mm -hmm. You know? Yes.
0: I mean, how many times have you, Vlad, and you, Tabitha, or us, everyone else, been contacted by someone who is more in the... I'm so sorry, it's been a long day. (laughs) How
6: unprofessional. Wow. wow.
0: (laughs) How many times have you been contacted or questions have been asked by someone who would be more in the new age spectrum or in the light worker spectrum
2: mm-hmm.
0: about how uh, th- this and, that and this and, 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 uh, and this person did this? And it's like, how? Huh, to, so your role.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So many, many times, and most of the time I say, hey, you just need a good cleansing. Mm-hmm. You're bringing that on your own because of your fear. Exactly. You mm-hmm.
0: Well, and if we look at things like baneful magic... Let's bring up Marie Laveau. Marie Laveau was not known as a baneful magic practitioner. What did she? Yes, if she needed to. But her favorite form of baneful magic was psychological warfare. Yes. Yeah. yes, that
1: must be fun. Yeah, she would literally she would literally <laughs> step just do this.
4: On doors
0: and yeah, exactly. Yes, She'd leave doors. shit that doesn't mean anything <laughs> on a doorstep, and automatically people knew, oh, huh? Marie Laveau, the voodoo Queen's getting me. And it was this psychological warfare. and most of the time, that's what a curse is: mm-hmm. yep. is it, yep. you have cursed yourself, and you have spun yourself into this, this paranoia. And what's worse than always feeling like you're scared and attacked? Not much. That's 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 um, you know, if you're constantly in that fight or flight response, it's bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is.
1: Mm-hmm. You created. To make it worse, since you're so afraid, you really draw it in. Exactly. And then when you turn to look at things in the more negative way, that kind of attaches, and that's why we need cleansed. Mm -hmm.
0: Exactly.
3: Um, I mean, uh, well, the 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 thing is, uh, 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 the thing with this is that sometimes we all need to what what we need to do is not say, but do something that the that the person or the target believes. Oh, they curse me. That's enough. Yeah, you don't have to raise energy. You don't have to cast a spell because only by reputation and knowing what you're capable of doing, that's enough. Mm-hmm. That's enough.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and their own energy is going to reverse on them. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. It creates. It creates. It creates a lot of internal struggle and turmoil. And I look at some people like that, and I feel very sad for them because I'm like. Chill out, Mike. Ground yourself. Do a good cleanse. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to look at my phone for a minute.
2: Take a nap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and maybe just you know, there there's something to be said about maybe stepping away from something like that for a while. You know, if you're a new person, if you're a new practitioner, um, and that's kind of where i going to want to still it steer this direction as well. If you're a new practitioner, there's no shame in taping taking a step back from like doing spells and stuff like that. Like take a, take a break, do something super mundane, and I guarantee Ooh. most of the witches in this room, though we live a magical life, there are some mundane things that we just love. Oh yes. I will go. I will. I will go first with this, and then we'll just go. We'll go around the room starting with Lauren. Oh. Okay. One of my favorite mundane things to do is to play a video game, specifically destroy all humans. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I can, like, probe a chicken and steal its brain just makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about you, Lauren?
5: Uh, pre-pandemic, I was training in martial arts, and that was my stress reliever and mundane passing the time get frustrations out uh currently that's all rage building inside me that's no (laughs) Um, (laughs) no I'm I'm a reader I'll play with my dog I don't care just something active Mm -hmm. usually um sitting and doing nothing is not my style so (laughs)
0: literally Mike today I can't just sit at home and do nothing Mike Hmm. you're sick sleep fine (laughs) Windy.
4: i am the opposite of you lauren i'm all about sitting and doing nothing (laughs) i'm a creature a comfort creature my favorite i would say is to watch a movie (laughs) that's just to you know get out of my brain
0: but is it a comfort movie is it the same movie
4: oh i do have my comfort movies like if i need like some emotional healing I have a couple of those. Or if I need a good cry, you know, Mm -hmm. bring on Forrest Gump, you know. Forrest
2: Mm -hmm. Gump doesn't
3: make me cry. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make me cry. (laughs)
4: Cold-blooded? I'm just kidding. Or, you know, um, I like to go when the weather's nice. Ari and I like to go to the woods and hike a bit. So, let's. Getting, it's, I guess it's kind of witchy, because we're always...
0: Well, everything we do is going to have some yeah. sort of witchy flair to it, because mm-hmm. we're witches. Yeah, yeah You're you not just a witch on the take, weekend.
4: Yeah, I can't take it out.
0: Yeah, but, you know, it's something that where you're not <laughs> a
4: light, actively... Switch. Turn it off.
0: Well, what I'm saying <laughs> is, like, it's something that you're not actively working a spell in, or right. working something with, yeah. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I could probably work some weird sympathetic magic while doing destroying humans on some of my enemies,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but... Sims exactly like eh, i'll just i'll just enjoy my time and usually that's a good way for my energy to decompress
6: mm-hmm. um so like wendy said i do like to go on like nature walks um and hikes with weather permitting right now it's kind of ikikaka outside so <laughs> no thank you um, but when i'm staying home honestly just like having the fire lit and <laughs> just kind of playing either video games or watching something. Um, I Austin makes fun of me for it, but I enjoy watching the Australian cartoon called Bluey. Yes, you
5: do. <laughs> it's cute, it's adorable, I love it, shut up. <laughs> makes you have the
6: feels. Um, but as far as video games, um, lately the one I have been just hooked on lately is Animal Crossing.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, um, everything that I do is witchy,
4: mm-hmm.
3: right? So I think that what helps me decompress cooking. Mm-hmm. I love cooking.
2: Yeah,
3: you do. And and and, and you cook well. And it's um, I don't know. It's, it,
6: it, it's you're like the cheerleader
3: on everyone's like thing. <laughs> like, yeah, it's she just, watches that show. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> It, it, it just, it's a way to feel like I'm home,
6: mm-hmm.
1: if that makes sense. Yeah. So for me, depending on my mood, I put the music that fits it. Okay. okay. I watch movies that are interesting, but I just listen to them so I can read or write mm-hmm. or just kind of like space out. Yeah. yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. Or I run after the kids. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um one of the things, what I wanna talk about for a little bit is how do we, what what is some of the best advice you can give n- so, some new witches, new pagans, new practitioners, you know? Um, I mean, it's 2022 now, we started a new year. I'm, I'm very grateful that my year um, has started off actually really pretty good, you know? I sat down and I kinda wrote out some things and I, I did some workings and eventually I'm gonna get to tidying up my room. I have eventually. Some, eventually, I have some spirits who are, are who are getting very irritated with me that it is not as clean as they would like it to be. And all I can say to that is, I have too much stuff. I have to give some things away. Um, um, so, I don't know. <laughs> Lauren's just going to get a, a package in the mail. She's like full of weird witch shit. She's going to be like
2: okay okay that's right.
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> or or even like uh frankie i i have like three people that i send stuff to pretty like regularly and they're just it just just pops up there so well you've uh, given me some stuff exactly i'm like here's a crystal and ari's like shiny <laughs> you know so it's in 2022 um what is some advice lauren um and everyone else here uh mm-hmm. that you would give a new practitioner, someone who's either starting their journey or is really wanting to get serious about it?
5: Mm -hmm. Um, The biggest thing I tell anybody that asks me, like, where do I start? How do I do this? Is don't try to learn it all at once. You're going, if you are serious about this, you're going to have the rest of your life to do it. It is okay to take it one small step at a time but at the same time, don't be afraid to take those steps.
0: I like that. I like that. How about you, Vlad?
3: Well, be mindful, be present. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the, the new practitioners are always involved in their head, you know, and, and, and they're, they're not present in what they're doing. And for you to be a good, practitioner, whether you are starting, beginning, or ending, however, you have to be present. You have to be mindful. Mindful of everything that you're doing, that everything that you do has a purpose. Everything that you do creates energy. Everything that you do, you can give it an intention. So be mindful. Be present. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So please don't refer yourself as a baby witch Mm -hmm. because (laughs) You don't give yourself much credit when you already put yourself down by saying, you know, nothing your whole life means something, even though you did not practice witchcraft. Um, go to the basics and set a good foundation where you can ground and just be mindful of yourself.
4: Like Vlad said,
2: Wendy,
4: I would say, um, and this happens with, um, the some of the younger folks or newer folks that come into the shop, and they um oh how do I what do I get started what do I you they always ask that question what do I do first, and oh I I saw this on on social media, that's my first thing is don't learn how to be a witch via social media, um, yes it it's you know there are some great content, um. Out there with reliable sources, but as a beginner, you don't know quite yet how to how to vet them, how to see if they're there for your best interests or if they're there for the followers. Um, and oh, you got a book. Um, so yeah, don't be a social media witch. And the other thing is. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Mm -hmm. I see that a lot with the younger um, people that come in, they don't, they're afraid to ask questions and they're afraid to engage. And the only way you're going to learn is if you ask those questions. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it, I think. Mm -hmm.
6: Um, so basically I kind of agree with what everyone has said. Mm -hmm. Um, definitely Lauren, I always tell people they'll come in and they're like, Oh, there's so much. And I'm like, well, (laughs) slow your roll. Mm -hmm. Um, usually it's like, I usually ask them, what are you interested in? Like, Mm -hmm. do you see crystals and you're like, Ooh, shiny. I love it. Mm -hmm. I want to go on it. Do you see astrology? And you're like, Ooh, I love the stars. Mm -hmm. Do you see herbs? And you're just like, Oh, I just really connect with this. You know, I try and get them to pinpoint what they enjoy and start in that category. Um, You know, staying mindful, setting your intentions. What Tabitha said, if they say like, oh, I'm a baby witch, I'm like, let's use the word seeker because Mm -hmm. it's more positive. It's more, you kind of in the moment, not putting yourself down, but you are seeking. And then the same thing that you said, Wendy, of just like the questions, making Mm -hmm. sure you're getting it from reliable sources. Mm -hmm. because. I can't judge them for that because I, too, kind of started with Tumblr. (laughs) But you learned, right? Um, (laughs)
4: But you learned that was not a good choice later on.
6: what I knew, and I can't always say, you know, for me, I did take things with a grain of salt, but there Mm -hmm. are some times where you read something and you're like, oh, (laughs) you know. But it's like, I tell people, I'm like, if you do get things from online, take it with a grain of salt and make sure that that person can give you sources. Mm -hmm. If you're like, this Mm -hmm. seems questionable, you know? And if you're ever like, I don't know what they're saying, reach out to them, reach out to someone you do know what they're talking about and go from there. But another thing I like to tell people when they're starting out is one, writing things down. Um, Especially, uh, I like to call it the metaphysical dictionary. Yeah. Start writing down what things mean to you. You know, if you start seeing birds everywhere, what does that mean? Does the color make a difference? Does the type of bird make a difference? If you start seeing certain symbols, and I'm not talking about angel numbers, Ikikaka, caca, but um, numerology can be a thing, but when it comes to angel numbers, ikikaka no. <laughs> so it's just you know I try to tell people start working on that because when you start diving in more into divination into other things it can help you out immensely when you already have that symbolism for
3: you in place I also want to add that you also need to honor yourself Mm -hmm. honor honor your first altar
2: Mm -hmm. why?
3: because not only is you're going to be the reflection of your craft but also it's the way that you're going to be able to actually connect to your ancestors or or spirit guides or whatever spirits are close to you. You have to honor yourself, honor your energy, not only your physical self, but your spiritual and your your energetic self, too. And I would even extend that to the astral self.
0: I like what everyone's saying. Um, <clears throat> but. But. Well, no, no, there's no but. There's not a but. I... I love what everyone's saying. I agree with each and every one of you. You're all respected witches to me. Um, he I'm keeps gonna,
6: pausing like there's going to be yeah, a button. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm gonna give my ace you know, of swords. <laughs> I'm gonna give my 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 little tidbit, and I'm, I'm gonna share a little bit of a quote from a book that I read coming up to the new year that was actually a really pretty great book, not just for beginners, but for anyone who's intermediate, or feels like they would be stuck in their craft, mm-hmm. okay? So, get out and do it, is my first thing. You know, I, I have seen so many people, um, newer practitioners, I, I, I saw someone today who said that they studied for years and years and years before they did their first spell, and all I can what? say is, don't be an armchair occultist, don't be an armchair witch, you know? Yes, the books are great. Yeah, you need to research, but guess what? You're never gonna know unless you do it. The cool thing is that there are already witches who have walked that crooked path for you, and it is a well-trodden crooked path. By walking down that path, we've already kind of directed like, "Eh, let's not go this way, let's try it this way. We've already laid out some of that groundwork for you. And so one, ask your questions but please just do it. If you want to do a love spell and try it, do it. What's the worst that'll happen? It won't work or it'll work too good. If it doesn't work want... are you
6: looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly cuz I keep seeing William
0: over there. I keep seeing William I and a black cat move and yeah. it's a thing. But, you know, do that. Do that. Do the spell that you want to do. Do the working you want to do. And if it doesn't work, cool. If it does work, awesome if it doesn't work the way you want it to then you know deconstruct modify. it and modify it and try it mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. it's okay to make mistakes in witchcraft yes literally yes. Yes. Your nails, well, you know, get, that's the um, only way you're gonna learn that's the only way you're gonna learn
6: another thing too is with spells sometimes it might not happen as soon as you want it to mm-hmm. exactly Patience. but like years down the line something might happen you'll think of that spell and you'll be like well, well, fucking finally.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's the, here's the excerpt. So the book that I'm talking about, and I don't want to like, I don't want to sound like we're sponsored because we're, we're not, you know, we're, we're Hashtag a little podcast. <laughs> um, is The Witch's Path, Advancing Your Craft at Every Level by Thorn Mooney. Thorn Mooney yeah. is a third degree Wiccan high priestess, so she knows, she, she knows her stuff. She's been around, she's been doing it a long time, um. I, I, I've had some conversations and I think Forna is really great and I love that her books are accessible. So what I'm going to say is a quote from her. So, begin of the quote. This is from the introduction. In any practice of witchcraft, it's normal to fall into a funk from time to time. We hit walls, life gets in the way, and we periodically have to re liberate, not re liberate, recalibrate. Our beliefs and practices as we grow and I have to do that again sorry that was bad in any practice of witchcraft it's normal to fall into a funk time to time we hit walls life gets in the way and we periodically have to recalibrate our beliefs and practices as we grow and change in other parts of our lives my craft doesn't look the same as it did when I first started Mm -hmm. and yours probably doesn't either Mm -mm. if you're new to witchcraft if you're already in the midst of big changes in your life Dealing with change and pushing forward is part of the work of the witch. It can be difficult, but also a lot of fun. Enjoy the experience. Mm-hmm. When I read that introduction and I got that that to that last bit, I was like, "Oh damn, mm-hmm. Ms. Mooney making me cry!" You know, yeah. because because <laughs> the thing is, is we have people who come in who had been practicing in their teens. And we have these people who t- practiced in their teens and life got in the way and they got married and, you know, their paths changed and so on and so forth. And and then they feel bad. They feel bad because they want to get back into it and now. They're like, I feel like I'm back at the beginning. Life happens, guys. Mm-hmm. And as a witch, we can take those pieces, pick them up and go, okay, I can work with this. Mm-hmm. Or completely throw them away. Recalibrate ourselves. And move forward. So, for any of you watching, watching, if for any of you listening, <laughs> um, any of you listening to the, the podcast, everyone's like, oh, "Is there a YouTube channel coming?" <laughs> <laughs> who's listening to the podcast, um, and ha- has ever had that thought of, oh, "I wish I had these experiences these guys have," or "I wish that I had," you know, I have a lot of people like, "Oh, it would have been great growing up practicing witchcraft." Yeah, I've i've hit funks before there Mm -hmm. was there was a good almost two years where i didn't do a ritual or a spell when i was in my undergrad i was trying to fucking pass classes yo Mm -hmm.
6: i was busy we're still human and we're still trying to survive you know i still
0: i still (laughs) lit my candles i still did devotional work i still did those things i went to coven meetings but like where i actually sat down and went oh it's a full moon i should probably do a ritual no my full moon ritual was Cool, I'm gonna finish writing this music theory paper. Um, I'm gonna probably have a glass of wine and uh, eat some three day old pizza and have some indigestion and go to bed. And then wake up so that I can make sure I get a parking spot at seven in the morning. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You know, and it's okay. We hit those funks. We hit those roadblocks. We hit those speed bumps. And all that does is continue to affirm to us that this is the path we should be on and it's worth fighting for. Mm -hmm. So with that said and that little inspiration, Quote, if you haven't read The Witch's Path, please pick up a copy at your local metaphysical shop. If you can't find one at your local metaphysical shop, go to your local bookstore or it's available on Audible. I sound like we're sponsored. I know. I I was like... Um, um, But, but, you know, find a good book and hopefully this will inspire you to get out there and just do some stuff. Mm Other than that, what I want to do is I want to thank Lauren for stepping in um, with me and my my, my family here um, and kind of saving saving our my tukus really because I honestly thought I was not going to be able to do a podcast tonight. No one wants to hear me talk, even though I've talked more in this podcast than I have in a minute. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I want to thank you so much, Lauren. You're you're all. It's always great to have you around. It's always great to hear your perspective and, and talk to you and. Honestly, if you if you if you ever come to Utah or ever in your neck of the woods, we we need to meet up and, and hang out. If
4: you ever Absolutely. need anything, we can do magic. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Seriously, you need me yeah. to cast a shut the fuck up spell. I got you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you got
0: yourself already, yeah, so you good. Like, <laughs> so, and I want to thank Vlad, no. Tabitha, Wendy, Ari. Thank you guys so much right. for for being here, and um, it's been a pleasure, guys. Of Thank you. Happy
6: New Year.
0: Happy New Year. Happy haunting. Yeah. <laughs> happy haunting. Anyway, I'm, we're gonna let you guys go. Have a good night.